Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Manga Podcast. I'm your host, Manga Alerts, joined once again by our co-hosts, Winter and Vampy. How are you guys doing? Good. This was a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Three episodes in one week. Yeah, we had. I'm sorry, we had to interrupt Vampy's uh, Fire Emblem Engage playthrough to do this. So, yeah, I was playing it up until he started recording. Maybe we'll play during recording. We'll see. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> she can't keep getting away with this. Gross. Yeah, listen. <laughs> fired. Like you know, like the the Doctor Seuss guy. He's like, you're, f- you're fired. <laughs> so, what are we talking about? Well. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the common Rider... I can't fucking say shit. Common Rider Huga translation controversy and how it went down. Because that took all of Anamanka by surprise. It took us by surprise to the point where we made a, a special episode about it. So, um... Winter, how did you come across this topic? Uh, it... It was, like, slowly trickling on my face feed and then it just blew up um i so one of the one of the um translators i follow uh david evelyn uh great guy uh you you guys should uh you guys should actually like follow that guy he's pretty cool um he i think quote retweeted about it or he was talking about it and so i dug into like hey what's going on with this right and so that's when, like, I did some digging, found that, uh, and then I saw, I think, um, Vampy told me about, uh, she sent me the, the, uh, information, the tweets and stuff from another translator, um, trying to find her name, um, I don't want to butcher it, so I'm not gonna say it, uh, before finding it, but it was... Uh, Kaylin Saucedo, um, also known as a Mars Girl. Uh, she also provided a lot of context and stuff that I was missing. And that was, uh, it, yeah, so when I saw her, her information, then after that, all of this uh, information, all of these tweets and stuff following those two uh, translators were all my feed. But they both did a good, for me, they did a good job, like, recapping, like, what the problem is and everything there. What about you, Vampy? How did you come across this situation? Um, I think Winter sent me the tweet first, like, the original. Oh, yeah, he at us both and said, um, we might have to cook this week. And I'm like, what happened now? (laughs) Was not expecting, uh, common, uh, you're right, common writer. Okay, I said, I think I said, I said one of the other incorrectly in front of my roommate. I said, do you know Kamen Rider? And he was like, no, but I know Common Rider. I was like, okay, okay. He can actually, like, speak and read Japanese pretty well. I can't. So I'm like, okay, sorry. But, uh, anyway, yeah, I was not expecting this to be what was going on. Uh, and then I was like, who the heck is Titan Comics? Because I had never heard of them before. Turns out they're British or whatever, so no wonder I'd never heard of them. Um, and, like, the only manga that I really saw on their page when I was scrolling through was, like, Sherlock? BBC Sherlock? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't think these would have been on my 
radar before now. They also did another, uh, the Adam, the beginning. That's uh, a manga series they did. I thought the Sherlock oh, stuff really? was like, yeah, uh, Atom, okay. the beginning. And, and they also did, we'll get into it. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, this is just what I saw when I went to their website and I clicked on manga. <laughs> so I guess this is more of their like currently releasing stuff. So they didn't have like their previous releases listed. Oh, if I scroll down, it goes down to 2016. So anything before that, I didn't see. Gotcha. Oh, I see Adam now, right there. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's so, uh, for me, again, very similar to how Winter kind of described it. Uh, first saw it a little bit trickle down with, um, with Mars Girl, who posted it. Mm-hmm. And then it just blew up with, like, you know, David, the homie. Uh, he kind of broke it down well, pretty good, too. Then all these other, like, big-name like translators and localizers kind of chimed in and really like gave us like a pretty big like good understanding as to like why this is such a big issue and as for titan comics uh full transparency i have worked with them before they have been good to me and i worked with them to give away ryuko actually so so yeah now, granted, just because I worked with them, right, doesn't doesn't mean that I'm going to give them a pass if they, like, you know, like, do something that doesn't, like, fit well within my right. Like, within, like, what I think is, like, right. Because it's kind of like, I don't want to support a company or a publisher that doesn't have its customers first. And if you're going to be doing the stuff that we're going to be going through... I mean, granted, in the end, it all worked out, but as you're going to see as we break it down, I'm kind of like, is this really how you guys like run your business? Seriously? So, transparency, I did work with them. They've been treated me nice, but just because they treat me nice doesn't mean they get a pass. Okay, so, with that out of the way, let's get into who or what is Common Rider. Take it away, our residential common writer fan. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you cook. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> for those who may not know, Common uh, Rider is a Tokusatsu series created by Shotaro Ishinomori uh, that started since uh, started like in 1971. Uh, for the most part, it's been similar to like you know different iterations of the of Common Rider of the Common Rider character. Everyone's been generally. I think everyone's been different. Uh, been like a completely different character, uh, except for like Common Rider Black, who actually had a sequel. But yeah, it's a franchise that has revolutionized the tokusatsu genre alongside, of course, Super Sentai. Um, for those who may not know what Super Sentai is, the American adaptation of Super Sentai is Power Rangers. So that uh, for English fans, Common uh, Rider has been adapted to English two separate occasions. The first one was by Saban uh, in the '90s with uh, Mast Rider, they uh, which was an English adaptation of Common Rider Black RX, and then in 2009 it was done by a completely different team. Uh, they adapted. Uh, they had the title Common Rider Dragon Knight, which is an English adaptation of Common Rider Ryuki. 
just as a side note, Kamen Rider Dragon Knight is pretty good. Uh, I watched Ryuki first and then Dragon Knight, and it they did a good job, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, for those, um, Kamen Rider is one that just, it has a bunch of merch, uh, things like that. It's, um, and it has, like, a lot of different series. You can hop in whichever ones and just watch it from there. So this was a pretty big deal that, hey, we are getting a the Kamen Rider Kuga manga because Kuga is, like, one that people consider sort of revolutionized uh, Kamen Rider for the 2000s era. It was the first Kamen Rider um, released in the 2000s. So this is kind of a big deal that, hey, we're getting a a big uh, publisher, a UK publisher, is going to be printing Kamen Rider Kuka. Uh, Vampy, mm. can you uh, take it away with Titan mm. Comics? Who are they? All right. So as I said, Titan Comics is a UK-based publisher formed in 1981. They have published a ton of licensed film and TV properties, including The Walking Dead, Star Wars, Transformers, and Star Trek. More recently, they've gotten into publishing manga with works such as Sherlock, Ryuko, uh, Adam the Beginning, Afro Samurai, and most recently, Common Writer Kuga. I keep doubting myself which one I'm going to say. No, you got it. Um, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. That's that's basically who they are. That's all I really know about them. Um, but yeah, they focused on comic books slash graphic novels more before they started manga. Uh, now alerts. Uh, uh, you got the, the meat of the story, right? Yeah. Oh god. Okay. Buckle in, y'all. Okay. So, what happened? <clears throat> so, as we know, uh, Titan Comics' recent release was Common Writer Kuga. So, Titan Comics released Volume 1 on November 21st of last year. And, again, it, this is the odd part for me, and I think we all are in agreement with this. There wasn't really any, like, talk of this. There wasn't really any, like, noise about this. So, it released with, like, no response on social media from what I could see. I could be wrong. Right? However, on January 21st of this year... Again, Mars Girl on Twitter got early access of Volume 2 through another Twitter user, uh, Josh Knight the First, and noticed that the lettering and translation quality was... Both of them actually noticed that the, sub, that the translation quality was just subpar, period. And I mean, like, it's just... As compared to, like, other works, like, in the official, like, manga space... This would rank like on the lowest of of the low, pretty much. So, for example, they showed a panel that like showcased like a shock moment in the in this manga, and you would think like, okay, someone's in shock. Like, how would they respond? Like, like, oh my gosh, or what the heck, or something like that, right? The actual sentence that they used was, and I quote, "Is it." Is like that's the sentence. Is it that's the is? actual? Yes, that's literally the sentence. And then there's another panel that showcases like a really cool like character shot, and <laughs> it says, and I quote, "Yusuke Godai." Is it? And then there's like a bunch of like question marks and exclamation points at the end, which 
what? And then finally, there's a final panel of a guy running away, trying to say something like inspirational, right? But it says, don't you die. Never. Like, okay. All right. So this weird, like, sentence structure and punctuation and such extends even to the author interview at the end of these volumes, where, again, they contain weird punctuation, capitalization, non-capitalization, uh, awkward sentences, etc. And so the initial conclusion from Mars Girl was that the sentence structure in volumes one and two are backwards to English because it still looks like Japanese. Which, again, allegedly, because it's not been proven yet, looks like they may have used machine translations to do this. Mm-hmm. To, to do this. So, what happened the next day, Winter? Yeah, so on January 22nd, it was discovered that there there was marketing for Volume 2 with a different translation and letter uh, that was subjectively better than the official release. So we have the images, like, in our script. Uh, I know this is a podcast, uh, an audio-only podcast, so uh, I'll just describe... I'll just, like, compare them. Okay, so the the marketing material, uh, this is kind of to what... Uh, alerts had mentioned before so the so the marketing material said had the character uh Kamara kuga up and the text someone says is like is that thing yusuke godai versus it's a, but the actual printed release copy said yusuke godai is it like you could kind of tell that um the second one while it's not wrong you can tell it's not it's not like it's very stiff it's very it's a very stifled uh it's a very stifled um dialogue there so like you could tell like okay maybe they kind of maybe the person may or whatever the translation it's stiff but all right but then you see the material the marketing materials like hey this is a better translation like what the heck this makes more sense it flows better uh so a lot of so going back to what alert said a lot of discussions about is this uh was this machine translated started to come up a lot of uh people professionals professionals in the industry uh fans who may have some who may know japanese pretty well um, may not be professional translators or whatever, but they know Japanese pretty well. Everyone started saying, like, hey, this looks to me that Titan Comics use machine translation. Um, Vampy, what uh, happened after that? All right. Well, on January 24th, 2023, Brandon Easton, who's the author of Common uh, Writer 01 and who works at Titan Comics, as we mentioned earlier, shared his insight on the issue, and it basically boiled down to the following, where he said, and we have screenshots, It's so strange to me that a few so-called fans take delight in tearing down the work of others. Whether or not you personally like the translation, these books will expose the Common Writer franchise to a younger, wider audience in the Western world. That's a great thing. 
Let me clear up a few things. One, a lot of manga is inappropriate for younger readers. Doesn't stop them from buying slash reading. I understand the frustrations from some fans. As someone who has never read the Kuga manga, this provided me with a window into that iteration. And then, who put on the script? Everyone on the TL community <laughs> did the Venom dunking on Spider-Man meme on this guy. <laughs> but I mean, that's basically what happened. Like, everyone was like, this is... A ridiculous take. I don't know why you would jump in there to defend this and be like, you guys are just haters. This is great. Younger fans are going to love this. Actually, scratch that. Maybe it's not targeted to younger fans, but people read manga that's not for their age group all the time. Um, <laughs> he completely, I mean, we'll get to it later, but bro just completely ignored every single criticism that people brought up. And it was something where it's like, he, I think he res initially responded to someone making a gif that said, like, basically, the fan translation sucks. And then that's where he, that's when he responded to that. Or, sorry, not the fan translation, sorry. The official translation was bad. Like, that's when he, they, they said the official translation sucks. It was like a gif of it. And that's when he did all of this. And it's like, dude. I just, I... He's like, wow, I love getting into this iteration with the most broken dialogue. Someone should have been like, what's your favorite quote? What was your favorite quote from the monk? <laughs> what did you I, say? No, I like the quote retweet that someone did. Uh, they said, they're writer kicking your ass in the quote retweets. <laughs> so the signature attack of almost like every common writer is the writer kick. So it's like a giant, uh, it's like basically like a, like a flying drop kick. You know, it's, it's like a super drop kick kind of thing. Um, it's called the writer signature kick. Signature move. Yeah, it is the signature move of common Rider. And of every common Rider. And so it's like funny because that's what they said. They're writer kicking your ass in the quote retweet. <laughs> <laughs> that's like if someone did a horrible translation of Dragon Ball and then someone in quote retweets says they're you know, doing the command, they're like Kamehameha waving your ass in the quote retweets. It's like that. <laughs> or yeah, like yeah. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Or oh, I was actually gonna say the other one. I was just thinking. It's like if someone did a horrible translation of Sailor Moon, and they said, "Uh, they're uh moon prisming your ass in the quote retweets." Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. So as someone said it best in one of the comments, or actually I came up with this myself, it's like, let's say, so real life lore. So when I used to live in Colorado, it was a very, very big, uh, one of the big news things that came out was the California chain Inside Out was going to come to Cal or Colorado for the first time in mm -hmm. like period. And everyone was super excited because, you know, they heard so many things about in, in and out. And they were like, oh, that's so really cool. I really want to try it. I really want to see, like, if it's worth the hype. So let's say you were one of those people who, like, wanted to see the hype of In-N-Out, right? And then you go to the first location. You know, you waited in line. You dealt with people. And you're finally at their cash register. You go. You pay for your food. And you wait. And then they call up your order. And you look at your burger. And you notice that it's stale buns, raw meat. And real and like uncooked fries, and you go and you say, "This isn't what I paid for." 
I saw the marketing material outside, and I see pictures from my friend in California. Why does that look better than this? And then they bring the manager out, and they say, well, it's a burger, right? <laughs> it wouldn't even be the manager. It would just be, like, another employee who, like, works in sales. For Nah, it'd now. be the manager, bro. Nah, no, no, it'd no, be, it would be like, a, because, like, he's not, like, he didn't work on, uh, he didn't, like, work on uh, Kamen Rider, uh, Kuga, and stuff like that. So I'm saying it would be, like, someone else. He's on a completely different department kind of thing. Oh, uh, so, okay. I see what you're saying. That's what I mean. So it would be, like, someone from sales for in, in and out, right? The sales team. Someone from there coming in and said, what? You got a burger. You know. I mean, and technically, by doing it that way, we're introducing more people to the brand, right? So. Yeah. Not exactly. a good take. That, no, that's a great take, actually, dude. I mean, I think, or I mean, your analogy. Sorry, <laughs> you have a great analogy. That's what I mean to say. <laughs> no, yeah, but we're starting the train of. I mean, it's a common monger, let's It's okay. We take those every <laughs> single day. Anyway, so speaking of taking L's every single day, how did Comic Titan or Titan Comics respond? Because of course, it's one of their products, right? So on January twenty fifth, here's what they said. <clears throat> in response to fan discussion online regarding the recent manga release of Kamen Rider Kuga Volumes 1 and 2, we wanted to address some points that have been raised and provide clarity. We appreciate the fans bringing this to our attention. So, to for some context, again, they are responding to the, like, quote-unquote marketing that's been available that showed, like, the preview images, and for note, Comic Titan made that tweet. They had the product, the marketing material, right? And they posted it five days ago from today. And then, funny enough, I think it was... I have to double check. Actually, you know what? I remember. After people called them out for finding out that they used the original, like the old like promotional material, they took it down and then re-uploaded it with the shittier version of the translation yep so leading into that they said and i quote in april 2022 early drafts the three pages for volume one and four pages of volume two were translated for marketing purposes as we wanted to get our artwork as soon as possible for the fans these may still be circulating on the web it was out five days ago what the hell do you mean uh, the actual translation for the printed books, approved by Titan and licensors, were worked on by two highly respected translators in the business. Now, side note, I don't have their names listed out here in the script, but the reason why a lot of people also, like, question it too was because the names that were put, like, attached to both of these were very, like, highly respected, like, mm -hmm. translators in, like, do you want me to tell you the names? Because I have them here. You do? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so this comes from uh, V-Lord. Shout out uh, to the homie. Uh, he posted... Uh, yeah, so he posted a screenshot of the... I think the the front of the... Of Kamarada Kuga Volume 2. So it has the translators listed at, as... Jonathan Clements and Motoko Tamamura. And so both of them 
are very highly regarded in their in the field. So this was kind of I think when this came out, like uh, like hey, these are the sort of the translators who did this. Everyone's kind of like giving a side eye because they're like, nah, we know them. This is not their this is not their work, you know. That kind of thing. Yeah. And then they finally ended it off with, We're thrilled to be releasing such a beloved franchise as Common Writer Kuga to English language audiences in value fan comments. So how were the quotes how were the comments like? Well they turned off comments. Yep. So I mean, what does Im- that tell they you? They immediately did it, right? Like maybe like mm-hmm. in a five yeah. minute period. They like they probably like did it the minute like they they like you know whatever and i think mm-hmm. even now if i look at the update <laughs> that they posted mm-hmm. i think comments are still disabled on that oh, wow we were like impressive very nice now let's see the quote retweets <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to look yeah. for it cuz i think they actually i thought they had uh, responded to someone, but it no. could be. I so, could be wrong. It could have been Stone, uh, Stonebot. It was Stonebot, but again, right? Mm-hmm. They, um, oh no, you are right. They did up. Uh, they did respond to someone, but that's because they posted the Anime News Network article about it. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, long story short, though, everyone did the Spider-Man, <laughs> the Venom dunking on Spider-Man meme, also on Titan Comics, because it felt like comic or uh, Titan Comics doubled down on this, which I get to a degree on why you want to double down on, like, a product that you released, right? Because I bet you, you know, we know how hard it is to, like, get the license, go through all the hoops and the all the everything to, like, you know, get a product released out here, like a manga to be localized in English. But at the same time, I feel like this response was, like, completely tone-deaf to the criticism, like, the constructive criticism of, you know, of the translation. Because it's very obvious and very clear to a normal reader that it doesn't flow well. It's mm-hmm. not localized for English. So that calls back into question, like, okay, what was your guys' editorial process like? Was there, like, an actual, like, solid workflow from translating it to lettering it to, you know, typesetting it everything? Like, what happened? Like, where was the, you know, like, was this an issue where you guys just didn't have enough time to do it? It doesn't seem like it because in April 2022, you already had three pages of volume one and four pages of volume two. And you released volume one in November. Now, again, I'm speaking with arrogance because I don't know exactly how long these things take. But I'm pretty sure the timeline between April and November and January seems like a decent amount of time. So was it because of that? Was it because you guys just pulled um, something similar to, like, I think I turned my uh, friend into a girl where you just assumed something and never, like, circle back to, like, confirm something? Like, what was it? 
mm-hmm. you know? And then Vampy, I think you posted something more with some more insight about it too, right? Um, which part? Uh, about how Comic Titan does her, like, translation stuff. Oh, I mean, she, I don't know if she posted that, but I know she told us about it in uh, okay. our chat. Oh, oh, you mean the letters I talked to? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I talked to some other letterers. They don't specifically work for Titan Comics. They're just in the industry. I think a lot of them are freelancers, but they work for different publishers. And so a lot of letterers, you know, just know each other because I'm sure either for connections or they've worked together. And I know one person said that she had a friend who would have loved to work on the series and they were approached about it. Um, And his going rate that he offered was $5, I'm assuming a page, Mm-hmm. Um, the letter, and she was like, they've been in the business, they've been doing manga for a while, so they should know that for a Western pay rate for lettering, that's already really low, and they ghosted him. <laughs> and then another person said that they heard several other people were also approached, and they didn't get it either, uh, saying that maybe they were offered as low as, like, possibly a dollar per page for a rate instead. <laughs> um... So the theory is that they went really cheap on the lettering, at least. So I wouldn't be surprised if they also, uh, you know, went cheap on the translation as well. Um, I know one person said that uh, she said some of the translators she followed said it didn't even look like it was machine translated and then cleaned up by a regular translator. So maybe it was just straight up, like, just machine translated. (laughs) And that's it. Because, like, that's some apparently that's something that's been happening a bit more often is they'll run it through a machine translator, they'll grab an actual translator and tell them to just edit it to try and make it cheaper. So they'll just like rearrange the wording so that it actually kind of fits English sentence structure. But I think they think that it wasn't edited by a person because you can tell by some of the pages that the sentence structure is still messed up and how it would be in Japanese instead of English. Yeah. Uh, I know one person, uh, not a letterer, but just someone on Twitter I saw commented suggesting that maybe they uh, (laughs) didn't have the rights for some of the fonts they used in that preview, and that maybe they were like, uh, they didn't want to pay for the actual license. Because of course you have to pay for fonts. Like, I looked up the um, actual site that the guy mentioned, and some of the fonts they could run between like $30 like $150 to use them. (laughs) So he was, his theory was like maybe they didn't want to pay for that and they also went with a super a super cheap font that's <laughs> cheap to use. So all around this project just feels like very uh rushed and doesn't have much care in it. And I see people be like, is this a test of how far can we push it without anybody noticing or how far we can push it before someone complains? Is that what this is a test? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad that so many people, uh, like, called it out, and that finally got them to be like, okay, we get it, we'll change it, because I don't want this to become the norm. Like, I'm not gonna accept well, machine translation. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, to go into, I guess, Stonebot's, because uh, Stonebot Comics, uh, so this is a clarification here, right? So we thought Titan yeah. Comics did all of it, and then mm-hmm. it's like, which, they did, they, they did yeah. Um, but the license isn't with Titan Comics, it's, it's with Stonebot Comics. 
And on January 26th, so, okay, before before we go to that, Titan Comics basically just said what Alerts had just mentioned, right? A they, It was basically a statement that wasn't really, that really didn't say anything, right? Um, mm-hmm. But now Stonebot Comics posted an update on January 26th, and they said that, uh, and they stated the following. Dear readers of Common Rider Kuga, we thank you for your comments regarding the publication of Kuga. We know you are very passionate about this franchise, and we are as well. Stonebot is the licensee of Common Rider Kuga for its English release. We partnered with Titan for publishing and distribution, as they are a leading company in the English language market. When we began pre-production of the books back on early 2022, we designed some promotional pages for distributors and social media alongside OVNI Press, our sister company from Argentina with whom we share resources and the publication of Kuga in Spanish with. These promotional pages were translated from Japanese to English by our joint team at OVNI using the style of the Argentinian release. It was later decided to go back, sorry, to go on a different direction to make the book look more similar to the current manga localizations in the market. Stonebot and Titan have heard you and are now working on delivering an edition the fans can be happy with. Thank you. That's by Stonebot Comics. Um, And then Vampy, I think you have an update as well. I think from Titan. Uh, Yeah, their update is... We at Titan have been listening very carefully over the past few days to your feedback on the highly anticipated Kamen Rider Kuga uh, manga at our translation, and we want to sincerely thank you for being or bringing specific issues to our attention. As a result, we wanted to let readers know that we are now actively resolving the issues that the community has raised for existing volumes. We will correct any identified art errors and textual inconsistencies for all digital and subsequent printings of Kamen Rider Kuga Volumes 1 and 2, we are currently implementing extra internal editorial processes to ensure that the books are of the highest possible quality and accuracy. We will continue to work closely with our translators and common writer brand experts on the series to improve all aspects of production. We value the work that these highly respected individuals have done and we stand by them and their work with us. We are always looking to improve our work for you, the fans, and we genuinely appreciate your feedback. You make us better publishers and help us deliver a better product for you to enjoy. Thank you for your continued support. Why did you laugh at that? <laughs> because it took them three tries to see this. And so it just doesn't feel that sincere. It, yeah, I, I agree with that. It just feels like, ah, oh, quick, people are still mad. Uh, throw this together real fast. Throw it out there. Uh, yeah. So... It's yeah, let's go. Our, uh, yeah, let's our go for our thoughts and opinions. So, Vampy, now that mm. the the Titan comic uh, common writer saga is ended, what are your whole overall thoughts and opinions on the whole thing? Uh, I thought it was really unprofessional and ridiculous uh, to the point that like it makes me want to distrust any manga that they published from now on uh hopefully they learn from it and we don't hear about something like this again from them um i feel really bad for the common writer fans considering this might be like what the second manga to come out in english officially the first one's the classic collection it's the only one i've heard of in english so far that's wrong. right okay 
And I know it has, like, a cult following. Like, it has very dedicated fans. So for this to be, like, their second manga to come out in English, it's like, woo, yeah, I know a lot of people are commenting, like, man, I was looking forward to this release, or I can't believe they did that. I was really excited about this. And then for them to get something that's, like, this dog shit quality is kind of a spit in the face. It just... Yeah. It, it's just... Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It really pissed me off when I saw it. Um, I'm not even a common writer fan, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be like, I, I, I appreciate the media, the medium of manga in general. And the fact that someone would like, you know, I mean, you're basically kind of like deface, like defacing it, like just treating it like garbage. Not only the, the art of the manga itself, but also the art of translation and editing and lettering, because those are also skills and arts on their own. And for you to go just super cheap, put this all together, and to the point that some of the Japanese, they just, someone posted screenshots or, like, pictures of their volume where they just airbrushed the Japanese out, put the English on there, and did not redraw or re-put the screen tone down, so it looked like a really bad scanlation. That yeah. was, that, like, blew my mind. I was like, what is this horse shit? This looks so bad. Like, this is worse than some of the releases I saw from, like, 2002 manga and that was before they had like really good computer editing software for manga they, there's no excuse for this and then to charge like i think it's like 12.99 for the ebook copy of this wait a minute common <laughs> no way they're ch no way yeah uh, see this is let me see. let me see yeah kindle on amazon kindle and comiXology it says 12 dollars 34 cents common writer kugo volume one uh titan at first i was like if it's if it's like not that expensive for a kindle copy maybe i'll buy one i'll flip through it i'll see what's going on no 12.39 for a kindle copy of this <laughs> dog shit wait, wait, it's 12.39 kindle copy yeah the paperback is 12.99 it's just the kindle copy is 12.39 well, no that's what i thought so like Okay, yeah, the paperback copy is twelve ninety nine. The Kindle copy is twelve thirty nine. Like yeah. that—that's already. First off, that's already an issue, <laughs> because <laughs> like if you look at so look at a Viz release, look at a Kodansha release, and I know someone may say, okay, "Well, Kodansha. they're a big publisher." <laughs> I mean, you know, th someone's gonna say, "Well, you know, those are big publishers," but like, so I'm like, I'm just looking up. Uh, let's see. Um, look up yeah, I'm sorry, I'm looking up, so I was just curious for, like, Summertime Rendering, for instance, like, the, uh, for that one, and I don't see if it has a, I'm not sure if it's on Kindle or not, um, but. What's a recent release that's already out by Dimpa, because I'm just thinking of ones that haven't come out yet. Uh, in, Inside Mari, Volume 9. Oh, yeah. Mari 9. How much is it? I'm just curious. They not have twelve ninety five. No, so they don't have digital releases. Uh, okay, okay, shoot. I was gonna say I can't compare the yeah, but see, I know like Viz and so I know Viz and Kodansha in the Empress have digital copies, and yeah, so does like Kodansha. oh who oh uh uh Seven Cs too oh and Seven Cs yeah, but like in their digital copy, I don't know about Seven Cs, but I know the other three. Their digital copies are like way cheaper than their uh print copies and okay fine but and even then 
in my opinion, Kodansha is sometimes pushing it because it's really not... Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of pushing <laughs> it. Like, their digital copies are almost as much as the print, so I was like, okay. But this literally is the same price. You're just saving yeah, 60 cents. I... At that point, just buy it physically, in my opinion. It's but... so fucking bad. I'm like, yeah. what? And then, but yeah, for them to... I would feel so bad for anybody who bought an ebook copy of this and then, like, opened it, and this is the shit that they get. Right? <laughs> like, you paid almost as much as a paperback copy, and this is the thanks. <laughs> like, dog shit. God, I... Yeah, well, that blew my mind when I saw how much the ebook copy was. I was like, this is how much... Yeah, I'd be pissed, too. I'd be pissed to think about this. But I know we were talking about, like, the fact that this volume one's been out for a while, and... Like, this didn't come to the surface until, like, Volume 2 is about to come out. So it's kind of like, well, what what happened? Did, like, no one read their Volume 1 until Volume 2 is about to come out? They're like, <laughs> oh, wait to binge read it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little curious about that, too, actually. Yeah, that's what also confused me as well, too. Like, where was this during Volume 1? Did, like, no one just read Volume 1 or something like that? Maybe they didn't advertise it much and so now everyone was like oh volume one came out oh god <laughs> i no i thought titan advertised it decently well they did yeah they did i remember but seeing again, it, like, it, the advertisements for volume one on twitter but i don't but yeah i just didn't know if anyone actually read volume one because they because yeah like they no one said anything until this so I was surprised. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, Volume 1 just came out. So, oh, that's what they're noticing. It. It's like, no, this is on Volume 2. I was like, okay, what? why didn't anyone catch this on Volume 1? Like, I agree with that. Well, I guess, I'll, know. I'll, guess uh, I'll give my thoughts, if that's okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Unless, Vampy, you got anything, unless you want to keep cooking uh, Titan more. I feel like you guys are just like, oh, wait, let's let Adele go cook the publisher. I mean... <laughs> you already kind of did. I know, I just think it's funny. Like, first it was Tokyo Pop, although that episode never got published, but... <laughs> Don't worry. Well, I thought it did. Did it not? Yeah, I thought it did. No, that was our... Oh, I thought that was, like, our, our little, like, episode zero. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Because okay, right. you guys were no. like, what's your, what's your beef with Tokyo Pop? And I said, I'll tell you my beef. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's, okay. That's true, okay. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. That, that's true, okay. I was going to listen to this and be like, you got beef? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, bro, you got beef with us? What? <laughs> um, no, they would be like, take a number anyways. <laughs> uh, okay, so for mine, okay, as a common Rider fan... Even though I okay, I'm gonna expose myself. I am not a huge fan of Conrad Kuga. I watched it all. I but I just I wasn't really a fan of it. Um, but I understand how you know it's very significant. It's into the Common Rider community, and it's uh, it's a big deal. And like you said, we don't get much Common Rider material at all. I'm not even talking about manga. I'm saying in general. In North America, yeah. we don't get common the last common writer thing I know that we got was common writer. Okay, actually it was um an English subtitle official English like translation like subs of uh I think it's 
Kamen Rider, I think it was Kuga. It may have been Agito as well, which is sort of like a spiritual successor to Kamen Rider Kuga. But yeah, like we did, we don't get much. Also, there's Futo Pi, which is a sequel to Kamen Rider W. Anyways, um, yeah, so this was a big thing. Like, this is a really big thing. And mm-hmm. for them to, like, uh, Vampy, you had said it best, for them to kind of, for Titan Comics and Stonebot, really Titan, um, to really do what they did to this manga, it's really just, you know, depressing. Um, what didn't help was one of the authors of Titan Comics to a, another comic series within Titan Comics to come out and basically gaslight the Kamen Rider fandom and saying you guys are bullying and you know you guys are basically just shitting on an official work to you know and everything like that completely ignoring the fact of of what Titan Comics did to the Kamen Rider Kuga manga like he just like he really dude stuck his neck in there in the middle of something that he did not have context on and stated an opinion that was a bad opinion that was an incorrect opinion in my opinion like it was an incorrect take it was a bad take and incorrect um and he got roasted for it right he got called out for it um i will say at least he didn't go on a blocking spree like we've seen uh people do uh he did respond to a lot of those quote retweets um, now with worse takes, but at least he responded. It didn't block people. Uh, so with this, uh, I'm glad that the common Rider community, the English common Rider community spoke up. It actually, I'm going to correct myself on that. It wasn't just the English common Rider community. Um, there is one of my, uh, mutuals. I think, uh, I think it's, uh, Libra. Um, he, I think he's in. Portugal, it, what have you? Yeah, I think he, he lives in Portugal. Uh, he's in the any manga space. He also like he quote retweeted this stuff. He made takes about this as well. Uh, so it's not just the it wasn't just the English common writer or English manga community who has been who's been saying like who's been pushing against this. It's like international it's not it's also like outside of english as well even though they may have their own uh copies of this manga like in their own language they're they're still supporting the english common writer fan you know fandom and the english manga fandom against what this travesty of what titan comics did so um I do have some questions on, uh, some thoughts and questions about it, of course. Uh, so one of them, um, I think, you know, we mentioned about V-Lord and his, like he posted about the translators. Um, Vampy and I were talking about that, I think, yesterday. And we were wondering, okay, we were wondering, okay, why were these translators on there? Now, Titan Comics also said they were professional. Um, they had professional translators work on these manga volumes. My theory from what Vampy had told me about what the seven, I think a seven seas letter or whatever it had said and what we are seeing here, like how the language, how the translation came out. 
my theory is that they hired those two translators to do um they did like some of the translations like some of the pages translate some of the translation of the pages then they either bounced because it's like i don't know whether titan may have dropped them or they decide to do it's like hey we'll we'll oversee something uh what have you and titan comics did machine translations for everything else and the in like i guess it's a legality thing where they had to put the translators in the credits but not but like they actually didn't do that translation it's kind of like that it's more of like a legal sense right they they were compensated for this they were done this and they need their name they had to have their names in the credits or it was i think vampy either you or alerts had said this in this episode today uh titan comics ran everything through a machine translator and they may have hired those um translators to kind of do a quick job like hey how's this look we're also like barely paying you and it's like okay maybe change this yeah okay sure maybe we'll consider it like that yeah so it's still like i feel like it's overall for those two translators it's a legal like it's a legal thing while their names were there rather than they actually worked on this i don't think it's the latter i think it's that it's a legal thing their names are on there but they probably did not do anything really on there maybe they may have had to sign off or what have you but yeah i don't think they actually did the translation themselves um now, some of the questions I have about this, um, especially with what, Vampy, you had just mentioned, like, the statement that I guess Titan Comics had posted, I guess today, which I didn't see. Um, <clears throat> this is the same question Alerts always ask. We always ask when it always comes with seven Cs, right? How will mm-hmm. replacements work? We get it if it's digital, right? You know, digital, you just get a patch update, like it's a video game or, it, you know, some kind of software. But how will it work for physical, you know, for print, right? For people who bought it physically. Now, the other one is with Titan Comics' uh, recent statement, why wasn't this statement made in the first place? Like, what they first, what they initially said, um, and Alerts had mentioned it earlier, was basically a statement that said nothing. But this was, hey, we've listened carefully over the past few days to your feedback and what have you. Um, And, you know, we want, and, you know, hey, we'll make these changes. Yeah. um, Like, why wasn't that your, I I understand it's going to take some time. But in your first statement, you never said, hey, we're going to take a look into this. You all, all you said was basically, we use professional people. And that's it. Like, that's, you didn't say anything. You didn't even say, like, you were going to look into it. And alerts, I think you have mentioned this before with, um, no, I don't think you had mentioned it. I think it was mentioned with, um, the Viz, uh, that Viz tweet with, uh, about shoujo being a genre, that whole thing. Um, God. yeah, that whole thing. 
where I think it's similar to with Titan Comics in this situation, where I think it got picked up by multiple news outlets, and that's why they're changing this. That's why they printed, like, they released this updated statement. I don't think they were going to, unless it didn't get picked up, even if the entire any manga community and the Kamen Rider community just, like, called them out on it, if it didn't get picked up by, like, a news outlet, whatever, like, you know, Anime News Network or whatever, I guarantee you they probably would not have, um, said this updated statement. Um, and then my other one was from what Vampy had told us before about, you know, the, I guess them compensating their letterers and translators. Why didn't you, uh, properly pay for actual translators and letterers on this work, mm -hmm. right? Y'all just, I wouldn't even say y'all cheaped out because y'all took like, they took like another level in cheapness um to what vampy had mentioned that uh like when she first told me about this the person who offered them uh to translate i think for five dollars a page which is way below market standard even for manga hmm. it's like basically that's a, that's almost as basic a steal and then they ghosted they ghosted him and that or that person then i think vampy you had mentioned that you found out, you were told that someone, you were told by someone, I think, in the industry that they spoke to someone who said that Titan Comics hired someone for, like, uh, charged someone a dollar per page to translate this or something. They approached them. Approached them, okay. But even if they, okay, but even if they approached them, that's... Ba that is basically borderline it's almost borderline free labor like you're trying to get f nearly free labor oh. hmm? and a letter said they were offered an undisclosed titan manga project for a dollar a page and they thought it was a joke yeah that's it yeah so a dollar per page so that's like at that point <laughs> you're almost do you're basically doing it for free at that point so, yeah, why didn't you, like, pay actual translators and letterers to work on this? Why didn't you, like, properly compensate them? And are you going to compensate them when you do this revision? Are you going to properly compensate them? Because that's the next big, that's the other big question, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then my last one is, they had mentioned, now this was Stonebot, and they had, in their letter, uh, I took an excerpt from it. They had said they wanted to have the uh, the work look more similar to current manga localization. Oh. So what manga? Oh, sorry. Current. It's like current English manga, right? Um. Mm -hmm. What? Oh yeah. Sorry. It's, I see it here. Uh, to go on a different direction and make the book look more similar to current manga localizations in the market. What manga are you reading that have a quality, a translation and lettering quality that is the same as Kamen Rider Kuga that is currently in the English market? <laughs> I No, I get if it's like 90s, uh, if it's like 90s Tokyo Pop, 90s Viz Media. I, I do get uh. that, right? Be 90s, early 2000s. I get that. I was there I mean, with not that. Not today. But not today. Not in 2023. 
like so my question is who were you basing this off of because I, I certainly don't know and that i know i saw a lot of translators and letters say that was like a slap in the face to their profession because you're saying that basically you're saying that my work their i mean my work my peers work what have you is as shitty as the as the release that you put out and or that you and titan comics put out and that is an absolute basically you know you're insulting me you're insulting my profession your my career my profession and my works and not just mine but also my colleagues and everything with that and i yeah i have to tend to agree now someone may say oh well you're over exaggerating well i mean or you know you're you're over yeah over exaggerating it you're being overly sensitive about it but i mean have you did you look at what translators and letterers and even people outside the industry posted in comparisons? It's not good. It's really not good. And it's old school, like Vampy, you had mentioned, it's like old school English manga publishers back in like the nineties and two thousands where they didn't have enough, like didn't have like adequate resources. I say like, you know, a lot of technology to help them with these translations um, I think it was, I forgot what publisher said that they had to use, like, they had to, like, blast up the, um, like, in the early 2000s, they had to, like, blow up the, uh, manga panels and on, like, a projector and stuff, and, like, Oh, yeah, that was, like, early Tokyo Pop. Yeah, it was Tokyo Pop. Yeah. I mean, they had to do that. That was early, two, that was 90s, early 2000s. This is 2023. There's... So there's a bunch of software and things that are available to help translators and letterers. So what they were trying to, um, so like what they were doing, nah, that was, um, I, I feel like that statement really upset a lot of people because it really, you're saying that like, what you're saying is that the English manga translation, uh, in 2023 is of poor quality is as poor quality as your current common writer kuga translation and lettering and that i definitely understand why letters by professional letters and translators were upset with that statement okay uh alerts um what are your thoughts about all of this well that's why I let you two go first, because y'all was cooking, and you all pretty much said what I was going to say. Um, overall, <laughs> as someone who has worked with Titan Comics, I am disappointed that they went, to, they chose this way, and that they went the route that they, that they went, because I feel like as someone who worked with them, it makes me feel kind of bad, because, you know, I promoted their stuff, and now it's like, well, great, I promoted a company that doesn't want to take the time and effort to do these releases and then my next question too is you guys have all this experience in licensing like working with licensed works like the walking dead star wars star trek like properties that if you fuck up like it's over like you're done 
Mm-hmm. So why is Common Rider different? Like, what made you cheap out on this one, but not the other ones? Did you think it wasn't going to sell well? Did you think it wasn't like what? Like, what was the reason, basically? Um, as far as like that author too, that's just a. We've already said it, but it's just a very dumb take. Period. Like, I just don't like no. Like, we should have, like, for us, we should have a properly localized version that we can enjoy and read, right? Because it plays to accessibility. Sure, there's some authors out there that don't want to, like, have their, like, you know, their works localized or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, it's not just you. It's everyone that wants to enjoy the story. And most people would like to enjoy this story in its original format, right? We've seen this with Viz. That's why Viz is on top. We've seen this with Kadanja. That's why they're up there, like, also on top, too. We've seen this with Seven Seas. Sure, Seven Seas has, like, had some, like, controversies with some of, like, the translations and stuff. But they've been better, right? We've seen this with Yen Press as well, too. It goes to show that if you put in the time and effort into making sure that we get the original as close as you can you will become one of those like publishers if that's what you're trying to do especially since this is from what i understood from talking with them they're just getting into the media these are the things you need to start doing to get up there to be known as respected and everything you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. because now sure there's customers like me who are very patient and who will give you guys another shot but now you just lost customers like vampy who said oh this is how you guys do this I'm not going to buy a single thing from you guys ever again because I can't trust you guys with another mon- with another manga volume release. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I I'm with her on that honestly because there you yeah. yeah. Exactly. Cuz it's a lot harder to attend like to grab new customers than it is mm-hmm. to maintain them. And by yeah. doing what you just did, you just basically spat in the face of all these potential new customers you would have gotten. But now it's like Oh, okay. And yeah. it also doesn't help, too, that you have this author who basically did the same thing, who has his name attached to your company, too. So it's like, oh, this is the type of people who work at Titan Comics. I don't want to support their work. So, yeah. yeah. Um, At the end of it, I am glad that they finally took um, their criticism and they are working on fixing it. But as Winter said again, what about the people who bought the physicals? Because by the time you guys print and print that second edition, most retailers' online return like on like uh, return policies go into place. Mm-hmm. How are they going to properly get that exchange? How are they going to get, you know, the white, the the right like edition, you know, the tradition that they deserve and everything? That's another question. And then, um, again, what changes did you actually make to the editorial process? Sure, you can say you made changes, but did you actually make the changes? Are you actually going to have more thorough checks? Are you going to actually, like, pay market rates for your stuff? Mm-hmm. Are you going to, you know, like, what change? I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure you they, they can't really, like, say what they did, but... One thing is saying 
you made editorial changes. But another thing is you actually going and making these changes and actually doing these changes, sort of you know? disagree on that they can't say what they did. I think they could. I think it, this kind of goes back to the whole... Um, I, I do think this kind of goes back to the... Uh, and for those who are not in the United States, I think this is the United States specific thing. Um, the United States has a, United States of America has a, um, I think has a policy or a rule where it is illegal for an employer to restrict people on talking about salary, you know? Um, and, but no one does it any, like people don't talk about salary in the workplace anyways, because like, Everyone thinks it's illegal. Everyone thinks the reverse. Like, oh, they, a company can fire you for it, right? Now, I know Titan Comics is in the UK, but what I'm getting at is I think that it's a... I think them, or any other publisher for that matter, Viz, Kodansha, Seven Seas, Dimpa, whatever, could talk about... Like, they could say, hey, we charged this... We'll charge this for... Um, you know, for a work or for, I guess, I don't know, long-time employment or contract, you know, to hire or whatever. Like, they could talk about it. They don't want to, but they could. I, I think they I think they could. It's just that publishers don't want to do it, right? And not just publishers. Companies don't want to do it. Okay. I, can, I see your point. I, I got you. Yeah. But... Yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, one thing is you saying it, another thing is you doing it. So I hope that Titan Comics and everyone else involved takes this as a learning opportunity to do better. But if you're going to keep doing this, then, like, you're not going to survive in this in this industry, period. Yeah. Another thing, too, I felt like, is I felt like titan comics may have also I'm, not, I'm actually surprised none of you brought it up too i felt like they shouldn't have responded as quickly as they did yep i felt like they responded it a bit too early without a plan and it kind of like ruined the impact of what they're trying to do you know what i'm saying at least yeah. with seven c's even though like people gave them criticism and everything they at least waited a bit before they like gave a final answer here they just did, oh no, we're doubling down. Oh shit, never mind. We're actually gonna change it. Like what so, the fuck? Uh, yeah, and so like, I see. I I went on Google here, and I like the first one. I just type in Common Com Rider Kuga manga. Uh, I see like the top stories: one from Gizmo, oh, two from Gizmodo, um, one from A and N, and one from CBR. All about like how it was mistranslated and the, the whole controversy. So, like, I feel like, personally, I do kind of feel like their first response was their, like, a actual intent response, right? That's what I think they wanted to, I think that's what they wanted to do and just kind of, you know, wipe their hands of it. And then it got traction, and at that point, they said the second one. Um, but to your point, Alerts, I agree. I agree with you 100%. I think they responded too fast um i think i think they responded too fast and they also responded and said nothing right if they responded fast and said hey we'll take a look into this cool um but 
yeah, I think they responded too fast instead of like giving it time to you know to stew. Right, you got to give it time to cook. Yep. <laughs> Let them cook. Okay, and I think with that, that is that wraps up the what happened. Yeah. Um, first thing I, I do want to ask. Uh, okay, so alerts. Have you watched any Common Rider? No. No. Um, would you be willing to? Mm, I would be willing to read the um, the classic, mm-hmm. the classic release first to see if I will like it, and or like if you like harass me enough, then I'd probably watch it. They're kind of different though that's kind of like that's like sort of saying like okay you're gonna watch okay maybe this is sort of a poor one but you you're gonna watch power rangers from the very beginning to catch up to now because after a certain point in power rangers it's like completely it's, like, it's different. each its own like own like st- each exactly. of its own like, little stores right yeah and that's okay. what common rider and of course in japan super sentai they're both like that with the exception okay. of Kamen Rider Black and Black RX, because Black RX is a sequel to Kamen Rider Black. But other than that one, all of them are like, to my knowledge, all of them are um, like, they're not connected. Okay. Yeah. So if that's the case, maybe. Okay. I would say maybe. I mean, granted, I would have liked to have gotten into Common Writer with this new release, but with mm-hmm. everything that's going on, it's going to be on the back burner now because, you know, got to wait for that new release and that new edition that's going to come out who knows when. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Vampy? Would you be... Uh, I know you had mentioned before you have not watched any Common Writer. Would you be willing to watch any? Uh... So is there an anime from it? From it? Uh, the only anime... Is it all live action? Uh, I think the only anime, to my knowledge, is Futo P.I., but that it's sort of... Because that's a sequel to Kamen Rider W. But Mm. it's a, yeah, sort of sequel. You can hop in it with it, but, um, I would probably watch Kamen Rider W first. Um, like, I would say it's like 95% live action. Okay. Uh, maybe. I I think I have neutrals on one account that seem to be really into it, or at least watch m- one of the newer ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe one day I might ask them about it. Uh, there was a manga that I read part of, but I was really confused while reading it, considering I never experienced any other common writer media before that. I just really liked the artwork. It was called, I think it was Common Writer Spirits, I want to say. Uh... I think that's the manga. I'm, like, trying to find artwork of his face, the human face. Yeah, Counter Our Spirits. Yep. I I think this is it. Yeah, I I read that, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, Unless the same manga has done, like, a sequel or something. But, yeah, I remember reading that. I'd be like, whoa, I really like the art style. I have no idea what's going on, though. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. So I don't know. I might try reading it again one day because I mean I did I did kind of enjoy it, but I was kind of lost. It's kind of like when I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into um, uh, Saint Seiya and I'm gonna start from the beginning. And I started watching like the first two episodes. And I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> 
the sassy lost child. <laughs> um, I was like, hello? Uh, what, what is Ultraman? Is Ultraman connected to Kamen Rider at all? Or is he no, just like they're all on property. Yeah. No, but they're, they're all, all like their own. Yeah. Okay, okay. I saw that I... manga before, and I was like, this makes you think of Kamen Rider. <laughs> yeah, I have... Um... I'm trying to look for it because it's, uh, because, yeah, I have not ever watched Ultraman. Um, I used to be in, they used to do, like, a English dub of it when I was a kid. Uh, I think four kids had it or something like that. But, uh, yeah, Ultraman is, like, they're all tokusatsus, um, but, no, they're not connected. Okay. I, so is Kamen Rider the first one, like, ever before Power Rangers and all that? Uh, let me check. I thought Sentai was first, but I may be wrong. I think it's Sentai, and then, like, it's its whole thing, and then yeah. Power Rangers was its own, like... Well, well, I mean, separate from Power Rangers, but yeah, like, Power Rangers was yeah. much later. Kamen Rider and Super Sentai were before Power Rangers. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, Kamen Rider was 1971, started in 1971, and then... Oh, so tokusatsu is a thing, and then Super Sentai is a tokusatsu genre, it's saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, Kamen Rider was first, because Kamen Rider was 71 to 75, and and uh, Super Sentai started in 75. But yeah, so tokusatsu is a genre, like, um, so like the Godzilla movies, like the old school Godzilla movies, they're tokusatsus. Okay, Interesting. Yeah, I just I just know them because they they have like that kind of vibe with like Power Rangers and stuff, um, and of course their music like that Fire Emblem Engage opening beat. Yeah. Thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's... let's wrap this up before we get into like a fucking song and dance about Fire Emblem. Engage. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to. I had to. All right. I guess it's time to plug the accounts, right? Yep. Alrighty. What you got, Winter? Oh, what uh, accounts you got? I just got the uh, the one, the one, the only Winter Venom ninety one. Um, yep. So hopefully, like you guys, uh, hop on that one and join it if you haven't. Um, I'm still planning. I, I guess I'm taking like a slight break on like the what's it, the the manga magazine genre breakdown. I um, need to try to decide, like, which one to do next. That big comic spirit one just killed me, honestly. <laughs> the, like, that one was so... That that had, like, 36, like, different mangas, and most of them were difficult to find. So I'm like, oh, jeez. Um, You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, but I'll probably get back uh, into it um, eventually. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah, just... Uh, Follow me on that one, Winter Venom ninety one. What about you, Vampy? Uh, usual one, which is Manga Muse, and then I also run Shoujo Say World for Shoujo and Jose News and Info. Was it you? I thought that was alerts. Um. <laughs> uh. Due to recent controversy, I had to step down, and a new um. And I had to let Vampy take over. The yeah. controversy is I that was never part of So Josie World the whole time. <laughs> no, I don't know what you mean. You're totally part of it. Don't uh-huh. let me lie to you. 
<laughs> any any bad posts that were ever made were all by him. Nah. All the good posts were made cap. by me. <laughs> Absolute cap. <laughs> so what you're talking about. <laughs> I was going to say, no, oh, never mind, I'm not going to go there. Uh, what about you, Alerts? Well, my name is Manga Alerts. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, most places. I post manga news, deals, and restocks, and also anime news, deals, and restocks. And if you have a question, just feel free to, like, tag me or whatever, and I'll answer it. And um, also, if you really, really like the content that I make, please go ahead and donate your money to your local library and not a Patreon. Oh my goodness, I straight up thought you were about to, to tag a Patreon. I'm like, oh man, not you too. Hell no, bro. We don't... Re- no. You mean you don't I have post a Patreon. News? You mean you don't post, like, restock news and stuff and then push a Patreon? Now, why would I do something dumb like that? <laughs> I have a Patreon. You can donate to, um... Make alerts internet faster. Oh, for fuck's sake! I mean, Sorry, that's <laughs> on that episode right now. We're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> I mean, that could be a tax write off. <laughs> tax write off. Oh, was for our job, God. our podcast. You have to make his internet better. <laughs> oh, for fuck! Sorry, end the fucking. Game. IRS so is like, up. yeah, you know, I actually listen to your podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, you need. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll allow that write off. Oh my God. He said, "Cut the cameras. We're getting out of here." <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, well, I guess uh, that's it for our special episode. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. It was a wild ride getting, uh, you know, seeing all this unfold like by the minute. Yep. Hey. Alrighty. See you later. Yeah.